All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solobase15, here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to discuss, God, so much that's going on this week. Zareth, how are you? Mm, I'm good-ish. Uh, I'm glad, <laughs> glad we have a week off solo. I'm wiped out, man. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's going to be, got a, a, a regroup and a practice your fleets week. That's that's the name of this week. I don't want to. <laughs> well, CG has uh, determined that you have to. That's that's what we're doing tonight uh, or this week. Mm-hmm. So why don't we get right into it? Because, God, there's so much to talk about this week. Uh, announcement came this week of, hey, you know how we dropped a couple of ships? Uh, Kyber and all of Kyber, not just Kyber 1. Yeah, you're going to be placing a third fleet on defense, and that means using a third fleet on offense. <laughs> oh, and by the way, it starts next week. Right. It, yeah, they're just like, um, like real soon. Hurry up, hurry up and get your ships. I I wonder, yeah. I because th- I think that the two the two uh, like the resistance and the first order ships are yeah. still in like crystal, like in the in the lottery uh yes like yeah. you know like you can you can still purchase them basically for a lot the of packs. crystals yeah right. the packs I, I have to wonder if that was part of the motivation they're like hey uh just so you know you should panic and go buy those packs well i'm i'm sure because <laughs> they're they've got what five days left so conveniently right at the start of gac um the tie echelon will no longer be available in that pack. <laughs> um, but so adding a fleet is going to change a lot. And I mean, a lot. We have what, nine cap ships. Realistically, though, we only have seven real fleets. Right. Um, yeah. Like we can, you could kind of make a dregs fleet out of an eighth, and the ninth is just almost just non existent. Right. Right. So you know, at our level, it's going to be annoying. But we, you know, if you're in the top 1,000 of Kyber 1, you, you probably have seven fleets. They may not be perfect, mm-hmm. but you no. have them. Um, when you get, God, down into like Kyber 4, Kyber 3, Kyber 5, <laughs> it's like, uh, guys, <laughs> I only have five fleets right now. Oh no! I, this this screws over. Uh, like I don't I don't know why they have to do this. They're like, hey guys, just so you know, you know, this is like my my all uh, uh, oh, my prevail man account is in rhodium, you know, three or whatever, and uh, so I could aspire to get into Kyber, but now it, it, they've given me notice. There's like, hey, if you go into Kyber, you're gonna hate life so much. Right, like you, you, you shouldn't even bother until you have six fleets at least, and really, you probably need seven. And and even when you do that, you should probably just place two garbage fleets and one okay fleet. Right. So there's there's this movement going around the don't place a third fleet movement, and if you only have five cap ships unlocked then yeah, only place two. I mean, what else are you going to do? Right. Um, yeah. If yeah. you have six cap ships unlocked, 
and one of them is Mace. Mm-hmm. Place Mace with your three worst <clears throat> ships. Yeah. Like, don't give them a 79 without using their cap ship. Because if you're in Kyber 5 and you're running into this problem, your opponent probably only has six cap ships as well. Well, this, this movement, so-called movement, is um, it's one of those ones that uh, kind of takes care of itself a little bit. Like That's, that's fair. It's survival of the fittest kind kind of thing, you know. It's like, well, we can count we can count on those people, like not not having to worry about those people pretty soon. Because <laughs> they're going to give up seven banners every single time. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I I don't. It it doesn't make any lot like I I think was it Ando someone was saying like yeah. the commentary of of just like this this is the denial stage right now like that's <laughs> that's what that is you know it is. It is because so for those wondering, because in theory, when you hear the arguments for it, you're like, oh, man, that actually makes a little sense. But let me give you the argument against it. You only place two ships. That means your opponent had three offense teams. If they fail on one of your ships, they have another fleet to clean it up. If you place a junk fleet, it's still going to draw a cap ship. And if they fail on one of your other ships, they won't have the fleet to clean it up. Right. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about placing defenses. Now, like I said, if you only have five cap ships, well, then only place two on defense. That, Mm -hmm. you know, what are you going to do? Like, you're just not ready. And there's a lot of, four to four and a half million GP accounts there. So it wouldn't surprise me if a bunch of people aren't ready. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not going to be ready. I'm not going to be ready. Almost no one's going to be ready really, but um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a one, there's one thing I, I, you know, just to build on what you were just saying is uh, there's a really fundamental difference between fleets and squads. So if, if yep. you had the desire to, not that it's a good idea or whatever, but in squads, you could make 200 attacks if you had all characters right. unlocked. Like you could make 200 individual attacks with one with each character. In fleets, you have a maximum of nine attacks total no matter how many ships you use because capital ships a one capital ship is required as like the price to get into the combat in the first place and so it's it is just a you know it's a huge deal it's a it's an extremely valuable commodity in order to you know force your opponent to spend something to take care of your fleet you know if you have all nine fleets and they're all like a bunch of them at the lower end they're garbage then you should be rejoicing because you weren't going to use those on offense anyways just throw one on defense and force your opponent to use one of their extremely limited resources to to get rid of it um uh yeah it's you know it's um I just, if you have the fleets, place them on defense. Yeah, I, I think it, it makes it makes so so much more sense to just do it that way. And you might steal a banner or two, but at the very least, even if they do get perfect banners against you, which it, it seems pretty unlikely, actually, a lot of yeah. times, but even if they do, <laughs> you still cost them 
something valuable. <clears throat> and if they used a garbage fleet to clear yours, then probably they did spend a bunch of banners to get to it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Yeah. So sure, uh, I at, at the lower levels using like Thrawn and Houndstooth to solo fleets is a thing. Um, and so make them use Houndstooth and Thrawn. Like make them, make them let you get max banners. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, but anyway, so let's that's that's at the lower levels. At the higher levels, we have some legit, um, legit decisions to make because right now, the executor is a fleet that you can either one shot or use four fleets against. And so a lot of people are going to have to decide what the hell am I going to do now that, yeah. you know, I, if I don't clear it the first time and I get some bad RNG the second time, like I may not clear any fleets. So, and you, you might not know the answer to this, but what's, what are you thinking when, when they announced three fleets on defense and you know, executor is going to be there what was the first thought that came into your mind about what you were going to do about Executor? Oh man. Okay. Well, I won't say all the obscenities. It was a really, it was actually <laughs> a really good blend of, of swear words. It was good, but um, yeah. So, so my, actually my very first thought, and I think I've kind of, I've kind of fallen away from this, but my original thought was definitely keeping Executor for the mirror match because it's yeah. one shot. It's one shot, one kill. And you know, like it, and if they keep their executor, then, I mean, I would like nothing more. At this point, it stresses me out. I would love it if you just, if you both just had like an unspoke, we could have a social contract the way we had in 3v3, where we're always all going to place the Finn, Finn, Poe team. And, <laughs> and we'll always yeah. use the, the other account, the counter to it. But um, if, if we could all just be like, hey, let's all just take, gar we'll put our three garbage fleets down, our, you know, nine worst ships possible. And we'll just destroy each other, and then we'll just play squad. Like that, that would that would be nice. Uh, that's not going to happen because competitive players are going to try to find an advantage. So I, I don't know. I think that was my first thought. I think now I I have a seven star uh, first order tank, whatever the thing is called, and I think I'm going to try to use that to hopefully counter uh, executor. If I can, <laughs> what about you? What are your thoughts? I, I mean, I was cheesing executor before, before they made this announcement and you know what, I'm going to keep doing it. Um, I, oh man, I, I don't want my GAC determined by fleets. Like that's, that's what it is. If I mess up on the ground, that Fair. that's on me. I don't want my GAC determined by fleets. I've got the executor mirror pretty much down um hmm. so go ahead and set your executor on me i think this this past week i saw it twice i got a 68 and a 73 on the executor i'm not going to argue with the 73 and so i've been practicing a lot in arena with first order and i've gotten i've gotten pretty good with first order my problem is every once in a while the echelon just blows up. Like it just, it just dies. 
you know, it just so happens that the Xanadu double taps, both of them are crits and, you know, um, I don't, and so that was with Echelon at, with First Order Officer at R6. Today, I brought him up to R7. We'll see if that changes anything, but I don't, if one fight every, you know, every five matches or so leads to me immediately losing first order. I don't think I'm going to do it. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather take the 68 banners on the mirror than that one, you know, twice a season, you just, you, you blow up immediately. Well, and you know, that's the thing I want to explore at the end of the day, if I need to do the mirror, I'll do the mirror, but I don't, I don't know. Like, so Calvin had an interesting, he was just like, I'm just going to go full crazy defense on ships. And honestly, that, that almost sounds appealing on some levels, but I also, I also have to think like, so I don't think that's going to be the long-term solution either. I think we're going to get another ship, another capital ship. They, they have to give us one at this point. They, they've all but announced it in my opinion. Well, so, you know, we, we recently had five that or five marquee packs data mined. And you mentioned something Ando said earlier, so I'll bring up Ando again. And he loves to say, listen, it's CG. They create the problem, then they sell you the solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. And we have five marquee packs on the horizon. If three of those aren't ships, I'd, I'd be shocked. I, I would actually be surprised if four of them aren't ships, but... um. You know, I'll play it safe and say if three of them aren't ships, I'd, I'd just be completely shocked. One of them is probably going to be the fourth sister or brother for the Inquisitors. Because then, right, or did we already get four? I can't count. Do we have four? If, so the the Grand Inquisitor would make five, and then... Okay, then then yeah, it's going to be five ships. <laughs> I guess that I'm, I'm convinced, because then they're going to be like, Hey guys, we have a bunch of ships for you. What do, what do you mean you can't clear this zone? Um, so, I mean, uh, yeah, that's going to be miserable as hell to farm. I mean, so uh, you know, you and I aren't probably going to be able to to even light whale out on all of these. Uh, maybe we can, but like, it's going to be very difficult to get that many all in a row, and then. For people who are not whaling out, it's it's going to be a rough farm with five new marquees, yeah. especially if they're all ships. Uh, yeah. Um, I, God, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but they need to give us more ships. Like We just need more ships in order to clear just with three fleets on defense and three fleets on offense. You, you already have to set undersized ships. Oh yeah, they, we need new ships. And, and I, you know, I made a video about about ships. And one of the things that I said was uh, in in that video was, I, I think that ships actually become much more interesting when once we have this third fleet. Just be, if they give well, not not just because we have a third fleet, but because if they also give us the needed ships to actually competitively yeah. play this third slot, because all of that extra those extra interactions like i i used i used to hate fleet so much that you know i mean i would just mail it in i'd be like in gac you only have one fleet you have to take out 
how many counters do you really need to know? Right. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. You have to know how to either counter the malevolence or counter <laughs> the negotiator. Yeah. But now, uh, but when they added the second fleet, I was like, oh, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to work on Gar Saxon's ship, you know, the gauntlet. Yeah. I'm going to work on my rebel fleet. I'm going to make sure that I have all these cool counters so that I can place the toughest t- fleets on defense possible and still counter the teams that I'm likely to face. And it made ships way more interesting to me. It, it kind of, in a way, like unlocked that game mode for me in terms of interest. And now we're back to the point where I'm just going to cringe for a, a long, hard while because. I mean, you go, you open a zone and you see someone's placed what, like negotiator, uh, the empire team with, with interceptor and, and executor. And like, what can you do, but cringe, honestly, like, right. That's miserable as hell. And here's the problem. Like if they place negotiator with, you know, the fives tie bomber lineup, which I don't think you can really do anymore because you need that tie bomber. But, um, if they do that right, you used to be able to easily count it, counter it with malevolence. It may not be good banners because malevolence is like Supreme Leader Kylo, and that it's never good banners unless it's overkill. But you could easily counter it because it, it's just the old negotiator uh, counter where fives hits your vulture, vulture hits Anakin, and then you kill Anakin. Except for <laughs> CG broke the malevolence fleet, <laughs> and they they haven't even acknowledged that they broke the malevolence fleet, but the vulture droids don't assist anymore. Like that, that's, the, that's, that's how, that's how malevolence works is the vulture droids <laughs> assist when there's buzz droids and kill. And now they don't assist. So nobody is killing. Um, they used to assist. Now they just ass. Yeah, right. That's that's what they are. They are just ass. Um, yeah. Because I mean, I, I did it in my in my fight last night, where it, it should have been such an easy easy win with my malevolence, and then nobody assisted to kill Anakin, and then nobody assisted to kill Anakin, and then nobody assisted to kill Anakin. Then Anakin said, "I'm going to kill you," and it was over. Um, Every time they had three buzz droids, it wasn't even the phantom buzz droids. Like, it's just, you know, how you can't take it on offense. Killing me, man. I, that fleet is so fun. And like right. that, like, it's one thing if they fix it to match the language that's in, in the kits. It's like, okay, I, I, fine. We've been, de- we've been playing with it for two years and you feel like you suddenly have to fix it because it, it's in danger of ruining your brand new capital ship. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. You can fix it. But you know, yeah. after, after basically it, it being like the Candorous bug where it's just acknowledged that that's the way it's played and they don't care if that's the way it's played <laughs> in, right. until, until Candorous then, you know, counters some, some new fancy thing. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just, yeah, malevolence now it's not it's not that playable really i mean you can you right. can get around like it still has some good mechanics like the but that was by far i mean that's by far the most iconic part of it too i mean right so so here's my question you can't rely on it because sometimes they assist most of the time they don't so you can't rely on this so 
are you basically just throwing it on defense and saying, you guys figure out how to beat it, but it's not assisting. So bring any fleet against it. Like, what do you do with a broken fleet that's supposed to be good? <laughs> you sound like uh, that pirate song. What can you do with a drunken <laughs> sailor? <laughs> I mean, it's basically a drunken what, sailor. What can you do with, an, orders. <laughs> with a drunken malevolence? Yeah. <laughs> Go home, malevolence. You're drunk. <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah, but I don't know. So someone was saying, and I don't know, this is it's totally unsubstantiated, but it, it's interesting if true. Like what they said was, uh, if they if the original Vulture droid is still there, then they're assisting. But once he's dead, then that new the new one that replaces the original will never assist. And I, I haven't yeah. I haven't been able to pay attention to that yet. I, but. I haven't paid attention to it. I mean, that could very well be true. The original one dies pretty fast. But. Right. I, but they they still do assist sometimes. I, I know for a fact that they do. I know the first time you guys were saying that it didn't work, then when I went when I went and played, I was like, oh, I'm getting assists. Like this worked. That, that was fine. But then every other time after that, it's been total ass, not assist. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so I mean, I basically have determined that it has to go on defense. <laughs> like I if I can't rely on it on offense and I don't have many ships to clean up, it's got to go on defense, in my opinion. <clears throat> so that's a shame <laughs> because uh, I, yesterday I took it against an Empire fleet without the TIE Interceptor on my alt account and I barely got TIE Bomber down. Like, barely got TIE Bomber down. Um, so, uh, you know, what do you, what do you do with it? <clears throat> and if it, if it was, if it was acting normally, I would easily say keep it on offense every time because it's going to kill almost anything. But it's not acting normally at the moment. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating right now because uh, what well, what do you do? Like, so I have on my main I, I have other options so I, I can afford to put it on defense i guess yeah like I'll, I'll be sad about it i'll grumble about it but i can do that and probably not lose that much of a step uh, but what do you do if like what do i do with my other accounts who lean on the malevolence really hard yeah like i i just i don't have my 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 alternate account i don't i don't have ray or kylo so my my those two fleets are just pretty awful uh, right. I just, I, I finally, it, it took me like two years, but now I'm just finally, I just got finalizer done. I got it finalized uh, a few, like a month or two ago and Radis will be done after one more attack. So, but I still don't have good pilots to go with them because why would I give the pilots uh, kind of, unless I'm getting the, I mean, I need to now that's, so that's going to be a change of focus on that account, but uh, like, Malevolence is still very, very, very necessary for my fleet plans. And that, that's on my 6.5 account. And even though I'm behind on Galactic Legends, I would imagine that the majority of people at that level don't have, also don't have like a good rebel fleet. Like I'm, I'm about, I have a good rebel fleet now. And, you know, like I, I would imagine we're all in a similar fleet position or situation. Yeah. Like you lean on the Malevolence until you can replace it with, every other capital ship out there kind of <laughs> and not to mention like prevail man at 3.6 million gp he's he's hurting real bad like that's 
that's one of his two good fleets. Yeah. That can even do anything. So. <laughs> right. I, I just oh. don't know what you, I don't know what you do if if malevolence is broken. Like it it is so fundamentally important to a lot of accounts right now. They need to fix it. They do, and so I'm on their bug reporting website, and it is it's been reported many times. We'll see if they actually acknowledge it now. Um. Uh, so they, they also actually, let me, let me correct that. Um, EA Gunner responded and said, oh, we can't replicate this problem. So it's not a bug. (laughs) They, they basically said, well, the, oh, actually playbook even, uh, commented on it, but they, they said, well, it's only a 70% chance to assist, so everybody in the game is just getting bad RNG right now. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, but yeah, uh, so now we have to decide, when we said that there's seven fleets, there's actually like six and a half fleets. It's true. Have you ever been in an <laughs> argument with someone or a discussion, whatever, and you're 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 talking to speaking to them in good faith and you're you're just like yeah. you know you're trying to discuss things in good faith and they're refusing to acknowledge something that is actually like not even that crazy and it's not even that debatable but they're still just clinging to it that's yes. a little bit what it sounds sounds like for cg they're like no no <laughs> our numbers back us up damn it <laughs> and and it's like uh-huh. okay. Okay, CG. All right, CG. We we get that you don't want to fix it. So thank thank you for that. You know, like you could have just told us. Right. You could have just told us we're altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it further. <laughs> right. Um oh God, what a what a crap show. Um I get the feeling on the round table there is going to be lots and lots of talk about fleets. Oh yeah, I think so. Uh, so why don't we move on? Because, hey, there's a new Inquisitor, and he actually looks kind of fun. He does. Though um, his, his unlock event, I was like, am I done yet? Like, can I be done? Well, so, all right. First, let's start with saying, hey, the eighth, eighth brother has entered the arena. Um, let's also talk about how CG doesn't want to sell their characters. Like every unlock event for the Inquisitors is awful. They they put like Phoenix in front of them and they're like, all right, beat these G11 Phoenix. We're giving you G13 Inquisitors. Go. And you're like, I can't beat them. Right. But they're they're like, <laughs> but but half of them are Jedi. Right, right. Like you're specialized against Jedi. Like go, go forth, issue forth. And I can't kill Kanan. Damn it. Yeah, it's Uh, brutal, man. I'm I'm like, can we can we get an easier squad than Phoenix, please? (laughs) I don't know how you get easier, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but so despite that, despite their unlock event being awful, is Eighth Brother looks like a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. so we were we were talking about this before the stream started. Three mm-hmm. of the Inquisitors have a base speed of 186. 
that's the same as Watt and that's the same as Armor. So it's a, it's a little faster than like Gideon, Cat, Dash, etc. But three members on this team are going to hit 300 speed really easily. Um, and this guy, you can you can start out opening with blind on the entire opposing team and purge and we until grand inquisitor comes i'm pretending like purge isn't a thing because i'm i don't know how it all connects but opening with blind on an entire team just you're basically saying hey your first turn wasted yeah i uh, i like it man yeah i i think he's going to be really strong so we need to see what he's going to do with Inquisitor um, or the Grand Inquisitor. I yeah. wonder, I wonder, see, here's the problem. EP Mar or yeah, EP Mara Starkiller is just such a turn meter train that it's hard to think of a different team for them. But you can start to think of a team where Eighth Brother is the unaligned force user. The dark side, unaligned force user for Star Killer. Maybe, gosh, that's that's a leap. I feel like so. I do like the blind. I like the blind thing. But I, I mean, I'd be open. So, so EP Mara. Actually, I want to get away from EP Mara on Star Killer. In fact, because right. they are their own amazing team. I I did this crazy thing on my alt where I thought so. The, whatever. I don't want to get super into it, but I had to clear a Ray team and I didn't have much. And my, I threw bounty hunters at it and I misplayed it a little bit and didn't kill anything. And so I was like, okay, but I'll take in, I'll take in. And granted, I did have Vader here, but I had EP Mara and Vader and a few other Imperials. And I killed all the ads and all came damn close to killing Ray as well. And my Mara was just, you know, three stars, four stars, something like that. Gear 11, nothing much. My Vader is only a couple relics. Like, and it came really damn close. And it was just like TIE fighter pilots in there, just, you know, doing his AOE. I'm like, I think it does yeah. buff immunity. I don't know. <laughs> and, but it, it was, it was really cool. Uh, so I would love to get away from EP Mara with Starkiller because they're their own awesome team. And I don't know. You don't, you don't need them. So if, if we can make eighth brother work, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Well, so he only, with his uh, his spinny buzzsaw move, he only needs to consume one stack of purge to apply healing immunity on the entire team or on the target. Um, and so, you know, I think I think there's a chance that he is um, I, he can be used. Now, granted, Grand Inquisitor is going to come out and. You're probably going to say, "Oh, I don't want to use him off this Inquisitor team." Sure. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, I, I think I think there's a place that people can find some room with him with Star Killer. There's an argument to be had for sure, especially with everybody timing out against JTR unless they have the healing immunity Omicron. Giga saying he only blends Jedi. <clears throat> Which is BS. Just kidding. 
It might well, be true, though. They also put accuracy down in burning if they're not Jedi. Um, so, and puts them in stealth. But, um, and, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I literally... So honestly, in, in a way, like he fits in really well. Like I, w- I was telling what I was saying off stream too, was like, he fits really nicely in with like, he, he's like a, a bargain basement version of like Mara Jade or, or Bastila Sean Fallen in the sense that he does put out a t- huge amount of debuffs. Like he would work really well with Emperor Palpatine in, in his own right. Like, I don't know, you can... You already don't necessarily need Vader to go alongside them, but uh, you know that he he moves the he moves the needle even further. Like he can he pushes Darth yeah. Vader away even more. So yeah, I've been really uh, not to mention actually. I think he'll end up. I think my my crazy prediction is that Darth Vader is going to end up as their I don't know as, as their lead, but he's going to be a, a an important part of the Inquisitor team, and this guy is going to really give a lot of help to vader in the sense that vader can do a big bigger culling blade with all those debuffs if only vader hit hard um <laughs> oh there is that maybe, maybe the grand inquisitor will help with that <laughs> probably not what you have 10 debuffs i'll take away half of your protection <laughs> we'll call that a deal um but yeah i i really like his kit um much better than like second sis, second sister kit, which I just has no use for me right now. Hopefully one day it will. Um, we'll yeah, we'll I, just have to see. Maybe we'll get a like a seventh ability on Vader. <laughs> Lord, please no. <laughs> I mean, they just keep adding abilities. I <laughs> I know it's well well because before. Before when we first started, like the, he had, he had his leadership, and that was it. You know, he had one Zeta, and uh, you know he he did basically the same thing. But then then they added the gets extra speed ability, whatever it's called, yeah. and it's, it's Zeta just and and everything. And then a good long while after that, then they added another ability, which is Merciless Massacre, and made him made him way more badass than he currently is. And then they toned him down a little, but maybe they can just give him another ability, give him another Zeta. Let's just keep, let's just keep tacking things on. It can be like the Harry Potter, the Weasley's house in Harry Potter. Like just keep adding new things on. (laughs) Oh, um, I don't actually want that. No, though I don't want to take, vader away from lord vader right now either if i'm putting him on defense so hopefully yeah. he's not needed elsewhere because then lord vader will really never have a place on defense um anyway along with eighth brother we got we got an omicron for t3 and it's mm. you know this is one i think you're going to apply because it's a territory war one um <laughs> yeah totally but, <laughs> man i would so, Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it, it's it's a really good Omicron, mm-hmm. just for territory wars. <laughs> I guess. Uh, like, so, do you think that that's gonna be a thing that territory war guilds go for? Uh, I'm sure some of them will. I mean, all it really does is help the GG Nuke squad, right? Um. 
But it's, I mean, he applies target lock to a random enemy on his turn, for, and it's a two-turn target lock, which if you have IG in there, it's healing immunity. Uh, you're giving 30% max health and 15 armor penetration to Grievous. And so one of the, it's easy to kill GG Nuke with CLS right now. You just point the gun to Grievous and kill him. Like that's, if you buff him up though, you know, the more health he has, there's the more chance that your CLS isn't going to nuke him. Um, So, but I don't think this helps like any other counter other than stopping CLS. So then you're taking it on offense. And if you're taking a nuke squad on offense, somebody's going to die. And do you really want a 19? You know? So I, I think. I do. I'm like, hell yeah. I just won my attack. That was sick. (laughs) Right. I, I, so I don't, I don't think the top TW guilds are going to jump on this. I mean, I could be right. Completely wrong here, but it, to me, it reads like phasma where it's going to have a lot of use. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the best, or I know it's not the best Omi out there for TW. I, I don't. I wouldn't even put it in the top five for TW. So okay. I kind of see this as a cheat code to beat every Darth Revan squad that's on defense. If your guild struggles with that, if, and and you want to invest in sure. two three as well, like I think. Sure. Not not saying that that's good, but if if that's the situation your guild is in for some reason and you're like you know what i i could personally help with the with the darth revan menace <laughs> the, this problem that our yeah. guild faces if i just gear up t3 and throw lots of zetas and omicrons <laughs> and all the good things gear on him then you i could totally kill one extra revan team so here's the other question with t3 um what if you stick him on CLS? I don't know. What does he? Who does he give him? Give that stuff to? Is it just anyone? Well, he'll give it to all the droids. Oh, okay. So, so we're, we're talking about the CLS droid. Do a CLS droid team, and then you can do dash on Chewy. And I know it's not going to have the dash Omicron, but that's still not an easy team to dash on Chewy or Vandor. L3 is still not an easy team to counter. So put him on CLS, T3 starts in stealth, Chupio is loaded up to go bang quite early. I mean, maybe it has potential. I'm not saying do this. I'm not saying it's going to be great, but it's one of the things I thought of when I saw this. Well, my biggest cringe about all of this is like he's not a widely available character to a lot. Of, well, he's available, but do you really want to say, "Hey, Guild, who's who's apparently mid level enough to the point that we need this kind of a counter? Go waste your resources on the stupid droid that doesn't really do that much but at any point." <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I mean, there there is that. There is absolutely. Oh. I've been thinking about relicking Karth, actually. I've honestly that, given that, that thought too, yeah. and I don't like to admit it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. yeah, but but yeah, we're we're in that space right now. So, 
Right. But like, do you really, I, I don't, I can't imagine that this is a good guild-wide investment on any level of the game right now, like early game, mid game, end game, not, none of those get like, cause it doesn't move the needle in end game and it doesn't in mid game, it's, it's like, okay, put, put gear on T3 or like try to unlock Beskar Mando or something, like actually get a <laughs> right. good, go, right. go unlock a good character. Don't, don't bother with T3. Or if you're early game, it's especially like, why, why would you, I guess you could, I guess you could kind of finagle it so that he's one of your unlock characters for Revan and for Malak and stuff. You, you could probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Clash is yeah, asking I, which is better, T3 or Embo. Embo. I don't even need to think about that one. <laughs> oh, I'd rather have T3 because he seems more fun, but you're probably right. Yeah. Um, and I want to make Vanseal proud here. But I, I do think Embo is the better one. Um, yeah, so but the, so now guilds have to decide on that. Um, which is better, Sidious or Nevit? Neither. <laughs> That's the answer. Neither. <laughs> well, we'll give you a real answer when you stop asking disingenuous questions, Fatal. <laughs> um, he doesn't I forget. Even care. I forget. Gosh. I, there was a guild that I heard that did Sidious. I don't remember what the results were. It was nothing. I think they were all like, womp, womp. Um, better T3 or Hera. I'd who rather. Has, <laughs> who has Phoenix relics? <laughs> oh, Clash. Oh, that yeah. makes me laugh, though. Uh, well, so okay. Um, here, here's one one thing I will say about uh, about an Omicron like that. And I don't I don't love I don't love the T three. I, I don't like territory war Omicrons as much, anyways. Because someone made a point. You you get to use the uh, the GAC Omicrons twelve times every month, and you're you're only using the other one four times at most in territory wars. So uh, well, whatever. But uh, you know, if you want to invest in it, that's a totally fine. No. But I think one thing that we should consider is right now we're getting all of these, this kind of like wave one uh, Omicrons, at some point they're gonna start overlapping and really start getting some crazy things. And so the T3 Omicron may not look like a great investment now, but what happens when we get another, like one of the separatist droids has, has a really good Omicron in Territory Wars as well. Sure. I think that, I, I, that, that overlap is going to start happening at some point. It will. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and maybe we apply it then. Um, but right now, I really don't want to apply it, and I don't think I'm going to. And I, I honestly don't think our guild should. Um, you know. Um, anyway. Speaking of comparisons and GAC, back to GAC, um, Wampa versus Iden. It doesn't appear to be as black and white as some people want to make it. Uh, <laughs> Despite the fact that she wears black and he wears white. <laughs> but, um, um, but so, uh, despite, you know, the the very famous streamer today that had his wampa deleted in 10 seconds 
Um, there are some people out there and and it's it's a debate right now but there are people out there that basically have said wampa is not gaining his tenacity stat until after his first action in game which means he's not gaining the bonus 100% tenacity until after something happens and you can load him up with as much tenacity as you want and a potency item is going to stun him so, uh, okay, I, that, and this is one of the problems with uh, if we as a player base were able to just test this all the time, like I, I could just go and do 25 runs right, right now. And I, could, I could actually have a pretty, pretty good chance of figuring this out just on my own without even having right. anyone else corroborate, corroborate it. But yep. we can't. And so now it's like we have to rely on us. Uh, on secondhand information and thirdhand information. Oh man, yeah. my buddy told me about this thing, and and you're like, oh okay, so so, you know, my my friend's friend, who I sounds like an unreliable <laughs> fellow. Uh, he he promises that he has tenacity on here on him, <laughs> but uh, like, but he still got stunned. How much can you really believe them? Like how how far can you trust all this information? And you you can only test it three times a week at most. Right. So I don't, and I don't know the answer to that. Um, I am modding my item for high potency though, just in case. <laughs> and if on my, I have the Wampa Omicron on my alt. If I run into a high, like 150% potency item, I'm probably not going to use Wampa to solo it. Like just modding Iden that way right now is probably going to scare me off. So I, I did face an Iden that was over 100% potency. And that would give her about 50% chance to stun me if I wasn't yeah. getting any bonus tenacity. And she did. She did not. But that does. That doesn't mean anything. That means I. I got right. the good coin flip. <laughs> right. But um, like it seemed like it doesn't have any. If uh, it seems like I. I don't think I've gotten a debuff since this started from anything that I've used Wampa. On. Yeah. Well, after after the initial, the initial bang. Um, after that initial bang, the hundred percent kicks in, and yeah, he's probably not gonna ever get a debuff it's just that initial stun because i mean I, i've seen some big players out there you know not not bad players that said no i, I had i had tenacity on him it sh they shouldn't have stunned him and i still got stunned so i mean right now the vulture droids aren't assisting are we really saying that cg hasn't messed this up <laughs> like <laughs> Um, you know, so I, I personally am not going to be taking Wampa against the potency item. That's fair. I, I mean, yeah, uh, who knows, who knows what, what's going on with that. I, yeah, I, I always, I always wonder at what point they, so are they still doing all the spaghetti code stuff? They can't get away from that, right? There's just, right. that's locked in yes. forever. Basically, yeah. 
So at what point does their game, do they add so many things to the game that it's just such a huge mess? They can't actually fix things. Right. At what point does the game just like collapse and die? <laughs> like whether it like just, just implode? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, but it's like if, if Wampa's broken right now with the tenacity, which is an enormous, enormous thing, actually, because it's tons of people are investing in this. People are going to be spending right. money on this. And the, they're investing in it because of Aiden. Because right. I'll be honest with you, Wampa doesn't solo that many teams. I mean, I think the Scoundrel server has a list, and it's like five teams are guaranteed solos, and then like three of them are on the eh, list. Um and then like 50 are on the do not use list. Um, so at, at below like Kyber three, Wampa is going to solo a ton of crap. Um, in Kyber one though, where everybody's keeping Grievous for offense and everybody has the Caradoon Zeta and you know, people are going to start modding Aiden for potency. Like, at some point, you're going to sit there and say, well, crap, what am I going to do? Like, I I legitimately, my all this past round, faced a board that Wampa couldn't solo a single thing. Thank God I lost to Jedi Master Kenobi and left uh, solo Jedi Master Kenobi. And so I just cleaned up Jedi Master Kenobi with Wampa. I got to use my Wampa because... My Lord Vader timed out on Jedi Master Kenobi. Like, I, you know, it, it's not hard to make a Wampa-proof board. Well, right. Uh, but I mean, when I applied the Wampa Omicron, actually, I, I said, I don't know if I'm even going to use him very often, just day to day. But, well, I said, what, what did I say to you? I, I was saying, like, I don't know if I'll ever even use him. And then I, and then I was like, well, I might use him in 100% of my matches actually, because I usually need someone to clean something up for me. <laughs> like that's, that's right. what he, like it, at, at the end of the day, once people start being able to just, yeah, totally negate his presence because he's not going to scale that well. Well, especially once we get more relics on things like the Mon Mothma squad stuff. I was originally going to try to counter a Mon Mothma team that was all Relic 7. And after watching a few videos, I was like, wow, that that does not scale well. Like he he dominates against lower Relic Mon Mothma squads. And he just gets smushed by the bigger squads because they can they they just scale so much better. And so eventually he's going to stop scaling well but he's still going to be an amazing cleanup character probably to the end of his days. Uh, right. I mean, lo like long-term to me, that's, that's what you look, I'm looking at for Wampa. And yeah. Impact. And that's exactly why I'm not applying it on my main account. Um, Dom had a poll earlier today. What's better uh, Wampa or Qui-Gon? I don't want to have to lose to use one of the most rare resources in the game. Like that's, you know, because it's not even a cleanup. Like it's, well, it's it's a cleanup, but it's not like, oh, I took out Cat and now I'll take out four members of the Jedi Master Kenobi team. It's, oh, I took out four members of the Jedi Master Kenobi team. Thank God I have Wampa. Like it's, Omicrons are still so rare 
that I don't want to apply it to uh, it can only be used in this situation type uh, but, situation. Okay, so I, I can understand that, I guess. Uh, one thing, though, is it does have an impact on what people deploy, especially at, at our level. People are going to look and see what Omicrons you have. And if you have the Wampa Omicron, that's going to change what they choose to use. Like they may still deploy something that you can use Wampa on, but they're going to have a reason for it. And that might not be the best situation for you. So, I mean, uh, my board this past round was Wampa proof and he didn't even have the Wampa Zeta. It's just with the defense I placed. Okay. I mean, that, that's fair too. I think, I also think though, that a lot of people, uh, like it's going to shape it's shaped what I've done a few times already because I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to just give a free squad to this guy, you know, a squad that I can actually use for good banners on offense instead, if, if that's what it comes to. So. But isn't that true for any Omicron? No. Uh, I, like what would you well, change? Well, all right. Not, challenge... not the bad ones, but like, I mean, Okay, so what would you apply instead right now on your roster? Like, what, which one are you lacking that you would love? Right now, like? I would 100% apply Dash over Wampa. Oh, you don't have Dash. Okay. Yeah, I would have, I'd apply Dash first, too. I agree with that. Yeah. Right. I mean, Wampa is like, what, the fifth? G so if you already have four or five other GAC Omicrons, that's like, yeah, all right, I want to apply another one. Here's Wampa. But like, Omicrons are the most rare resource in the game. And if your opponent can easily make it so you only can use that rare resource if you fail on his roster, mm -hmm. isn't that kind of a waste of the rare resource? Uh, so uh, I, I can I can absolutely see where you're coming from saying that, especially given your play style. And you, you like to delete squads in one shots. And I like to do that too, of course, but... I'm more okay with, like, I, I see certain, certain teams, I'm like, oh, we could totally just two-shot that, because I, I generally put a tough enough defense down that I can afford a fail or two. Uh, you know, not that that's the very best approach, but, uh, like, I see that as, uh, that's, that's kind of just how I approach it, and so uh, I, I'm constantly failing at, on my attacks here, you know, on my, when I'm attacking someone, because I'm, you know, I don't, I put too much on defense or maybe I'm just being inept with my resources or whatever, but I usually need to be bailed out by something. And so for me, I don't think that's a terrible waste of resources for you who doesn't fail on offense too much because you're playing one shot, one kill kind of uh, approach. I think, I think that absolutely makes sense. You, you want more impact characters that can help you one shot. And, and ultimately, at least at the high end, top shelf stuff, you're right. Wampa doesn't help with that. Yeah, I mean, like, a KRU squad on defense and Wampa can't solo it. Like, not even with Hux. Just KRU and four bad first order, and is like, here's a two-turn stun that you can't resist. F you. Right. Dash has an unresistible daze. Like, you know, it, there are so many teams that make Wampa useless that... Uh, I, I can't justify using it. And I did it on my alt because my alt is sitting down at like three to four in the three to 4,000 range. 
And so I, I have plenty of teams to Wampa in that range. Um, but in the top 500 of Kyber, I don't see a board that lets me Wampa all that often. I've, I've seen it almost every time. I've seen something I could use Wampa on. So. <laughs> well, then you need to start facing my opponents because even my alt opponent plays the defense that yeah. I couldn't use Wampa. You're crazy, man. I've had crazy opponents. But, uh, I mean, one way or another, though, I think I do think that they probably did place them, place it based off of my play style, too. Uh, for so, you know, right. One way or another, I think I think it, it's based on how, like, it's a valuable tool if you can use it, if it's going, if it makes sense in the greater scheme of your plan. But I, I can see it just not being part of your plan and you doing just fine. I mean, that's what's going on right now. You don't have it and you do fine. So, yeah, you know, but for me, it's, it's nice. To, I'm like, well, <laughs> it's a nice fallback at the very least. I, I fail to kill something. I guess Wampa might have my back here or maybe he'll fail too and I'll just get sad. But uh, one way or another, I do think it's interesting though. His kit has to be sufficient forever because he can't actually be buffed by anyone. It's like Nest, for a while, we, we just kept being able to add new things to buff her to be able to solo things. It's like, okay, she's, she can't solo anything on her own anymore. Okay, let's put Kira with her. She gets a little extra damage, some protection regen, great. Okay, uh, still not working. Okay, let's throw a lot in there. She, she Now she can't be debuffed without without a lot of work and you know she can she can actually start you know soloing things again and then that didn't work and it's like oh let's give her some more damage we can we can throw hoda in there and give her some <laughs> more damage and more tenacity and uh, wampa is just like this is it end of the line uh, like get me relic at nine and some good mods and that's that's literally my max can't can't add watt yeah. to help yeah, I, I don't know. Um, and everyone's telling me at the high end, you need Wampa. And it's, I've been on the high end. <laughs> I've been there. I know I know how the matches have gone. Um, but I'd rather have Qui-Gon, which I, I can guarantee you I can use Qui-Gon every single round, no matter how they place a defense, unless they just place like, six gls gas darth revan and something else um i mean hell i even used qui-gon against an ep star killer team on my alt this past round um it it wasn't pretty but um it's much easier to find a team to use qui-gon with than it is to find a team with wampa uh it's it's just funny that you say that because i i feel like I find more more available things with Wampa and and Qui-Gon for me a lot of times I'm like well sure but I I already hemorrhage banners enough like it's nicer it's nice to have Wampa get me 68 banners if I if I can use Wampa as opposed to like damn it all they didn't kill Qui-Gon again but they did kill all my health and protection like <laughs> goodbye 10 banners uh right but, uh you're right, though. Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon's pretty good, too. I, absolutely. I, I would actually put Qui-Gon on, higher on the list than, than Wampa. But, though, though if, if you have a Relic Wampa at mid-game or lower, Wampa goes way higher on the list. Oh, yeah. Like I said, and I think people in chat are completely misunderstanding my argument. It's, it's not Wampa bad. It's Wampa 
isn't I'm not fighting or facing teams where I need Wampa where I am on my all. Like I said, multiple times I use it every round, except for this past round where he had a Wampa proof board. Um, even at mid Kyber, I'm using Wampa much more often high end Kyber. I've just, he doesn't even clean up all the GLs. He cleans up Jedi master Kenobi. Like, which is a useful cleanup. Don't get me wrong. I used it, but he can't clean up alone. Supreme leader Kylo. Oh yeah. He's going to be limited. I keep wondering if he could clean up Ray, if he, if you could get his effective health high enough. Yeah, I almost think you could. Uh, that's a You might be able question. to, I, I, you might be able to, uh, but the second she goes into damage, I, mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. It's probably probably a moot point. It's just something I, w- I was thinking about. Like, if if I needed to do that, could I? <laughs> uh, I would certainly try it. That doesn't mean it'll be successful. But <laughs> well, sure, yeah. Well, I the the because I actually had the choice the other night on or last night with my alt to finish off. Uh, I needed to kill us a, a lone ray. And I had a relic for Wampa, which that's just, you know, it's not much, uh, yeah. you know, it's not as, it's, it's clearly not as much as eight and, or I could use a gear 12 Mon Mothma team. And I, I thought the Mon Mothma team would get it pretty easy and it did, but so I think that was the wise choice, but it did make me think how many GLs could Wampa clean up? Yeah. And God, when he first came out, we went down the list and like it wasn't cut. No to Kylo. No to Vader. Yes to C. Yes to Jedi Master Kenobi. Um, lone Lone Jedi Master Luke probably. Uh, lone Supreme Leader Kylo. No. So it, it was kind of three on one side, three on the other side. Uh, that's that's not bad. I, I mean. At some point, if if they don't slow down, so it seems like they have to slow down on Omicrons at some point. Maybe they don't, though. I feel like Wampa's going to be one that, at some point, I'll see it on your roster. I'll be like, ha, you got one. You got it. And you'll be like, well, of course I did. Like, <laughs> I also put, yeah. we also put the Zeta on, on Boba Fett, because why not at this point? Because we were all caught up. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, I, you know, if I had five or six more Omicrons, I'd probably apply it to Wampa and not feel bad. But I don't. Um, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I can't, I won't blame you for it. My experience so far has been very positive. So, you know, it's been, it's been good. But then again, you, you've invested more in territory war Omicrons, so you have to be more choosy. I already have Dash. I already had Dash. Actually, that was my first yeah. one, which we talked about too much probably. So, anyways that it is kind of sad to hear that maybe well i don't know someone in chat just said that the 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 person who the the notorious streamer who who had quote unquote a lot of tenacity on wampa actually just had like 80 tenacity. oh it was 86 percent. yeah that's not a lot that's that's why you can't trust third hand because my wampa has 167 percent tenacity well, to be fair, the only person that said that he had a decent tenacity 
Wampa was that that person <laughs> in well, the heat of it losing. Well, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's not even like shade. I guess all, all I'm saying is you can't trust right. the third. I, oh, that that wasn't shade on my part. Right. Um, well, so, but but you're like, okay, you hear, you hear a third hand and all you hear is, oh yeah, my friend had a lot of tenacity on there, on Wampa. And you're like, oh, I guess this thing is broken. But it, it might not be because everyone's definition of a lot is going to be different. That's all. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I've gone through the GAC histories of the, you know, one of the top, he's what, top 15. And the guys Wampa lost twice last week. And the one team it beat was a Newt team. It's like, man, I, I'm not applying an Omicron to beat a Newt team. Oh, you get a 68. I mean, that's pretty appealing without using a GL. <laughs> I'm not uh, we we could go round and round I, I think you and I mostly agree honestly I think you and I mostly right. agree, I think I, I'm not anti-wampa it's just I'm anti-wampa in the first four GAC Omicrons that's that that's my position it's not anti it's just not not one of the first four GAC Omicrons um agreed anyway uh Lord Vader, this is what I actually want to talk about tonight, because a lot of people have this question of how the hell do we use Lord Vader now? Um, you know, Lord Vader, if you have the FU team of Maul, Thrawn, Darth Vader, Royal Guard, it can still be Fennec'd, but generally, like, all those scores I've seen of people using Fennec that don't have an R9 Bosk are like a 57 or a 58. Um, and so do you still put, do you care if Fennec kills your Lord Vader, but drops seven to eight banners in the process of doing so? I don't know. I, I don't know where I stand right now. I, I've, so a lot of a big part of me and this is of course play style related so I acknowledge that but a big part of me just has stopped caring about banners that much as long as I can get a one shot then I don't I don't care and if someone one shots me then I hope they used something good to do it that like that's that's the value that I I've been looking at a lot and I'm not saying that's the correct way I think I do need to pay more attention to efficiency. I just, I'm like, if I can one shot a, a galactic legend with a non GL team, I'll take whatever score I can get. And that's, that's fair. Uh, that, I mean, that's completely fair, but if you place Lord Vader on defense and he's stealing banners, do you feel bad that it was one shot, but, he lost seven or eight banners in the process. Like if it's your defense, like I understand that your play style and how you plan your offense, you, you only want a one shot, but if somebody comes in and one shots your Lord Vader, but drops a ton of banners doing so, do you feel bad about that? I do feel bad. I don't want them to shut one shot Lord <laughs> Vader with, with bounty hunters. I want them to use something good. 
So yeah, I, I don't, sure, like that, that's a consolation prize, but at the same time, I know that that means that they've saved something better to counter the whatever BS I have in my back zone. And that to me, that's very threatening. I'm like, man, really wanted them to use this such and such GL. Yeah. Now they don't, now they have more tools to take down whatever I have in the back. That that's to me, that's the, that's the material point. And so, so it is like, but, but my guess is that it's different for you. Like you, you're happy if they, if they spend eight banners. Well, so I lost, I lost the round this week solely because two of my counters got banners in the fifties. And then I lost by six banners. Um, mm. But at the same time, I don't know if I want my Lord Vader on defense if it can just be Fennec. Like even if it's right. stealing seven or eight banners, I don't I don't know if I want him there to be Fennec. Granted, I play Supreme Leader Kylo, which can be Jedi Knight ready, Revan Jedi Knight looped. Um, you know, Ray can be EP Star Killer and works, which works 80% of the time. Um, oh, I did I did mod my my JTR for full FU on the dodges with just full protection. Like, yeah, you might hit her, but you're not going to kill her. Sorry. Um, but I don't know if I, I want Fennec because it doesn't even, so when the Fennec teams and the bounty hunters killing them first came out, it's like, okay, you have to use Zamacron as well. It doesn't even require the Omicron now. Like I beat it last it wasn't the full FU team last night, but I used Fennec last night and Dadbod was my fifth. Like, I didn't even use Zam, which kind of felt bad because uh, I ended up not using her at all. I was going to ask you where you used her, actually. I didn't because I didn't I didn't go into the round planning on using Fennec to counter the that Lord Vader, hmm. but then he changed up his defenses, so uh, I ended up using Fennec, which means I didn't use Zam at all unfortunately but why, did, uh, why didn't you use zam instead of instead of your scion i know that your scion's probably modded really well because scion was doing like 40k non-crit hits that's fair so, yeah um because scions are eight and modded very well yeah and if you've got the investment there my scion is relic seven and modded like poop he's yeah. just he's just not worth he's not worth mentioning but it, you you actually use him in territory wars or at least presume you know plausibly could use him in territory wars so you you've actually got him spooled up i was wondering yeah. I, it, it was very effective so i i have no no issues at all i was just curious why right well it's because of uh boba's basic when they don't have protection he does extra damage um mm, that makes sense okay and it, it's so funny to me i watch people play with dad bod and they're constantly doing the aoe they're constantly doing the missile hits and it's like guys use a basic and he's doing double damage um or it's actually triple damage because he hits three times if they have no protection and so People are like, oh, yeah, yeah, look at that. I'm using the knee rockets. And you, you could be hitting three times with the basic, and they just ignore it. Um, 
Well, yeah, well, you, you think you think that the specials would do more, but it's, yeah, as basic, it does do more. You're, you're absolutely right about that. Right. What, when there's no protection at the start of the match or, you know, if they have protection because you're not going against Lord Vader or something, then obviously the specials give you different buffs. But when you're, you're going up against the Lord Vader team, why wouldn't you have him do the basic every time? Right. Yeah. Uh, so one, one thing I thought was interesting, and I, I, I'm curious to see if this actually shuts down the, the Fennec counter, is uh, I faced someone who placed Watt instead of Thrawn uh, with Lord Vader. And that long-term, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't... There's certain problematic instances, but I, I almost wonder if that could just counter... Because like, if you run through all the different things, I think your boss just dies before he even gets a turn, unless he's Relic 9. Uh, yeah. Because, I, if, because I mean, Maul it gets be. his, Well, because Watt goes, gives Maul a turn, he does his AoE, right. and then Lord Vader goes next, probably, like, almost certainly, and gives, does his AoE as well, and then Maul gets his five hits and probably kills your boss, or kills... I'll probably boss yeah. because everyone else is stealthed. So or right. maybe they're not stealth as Fennec. Never mind. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Or maybe Maul just goes crazy and doesn't kill anyone because there's no one to focus down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so what do we do with Vader? Like what do what do we actually do with him? I don't know. I think my last round opponent soloed my Supreme Leader Kylo, my Relic 9 Supreme Leader Kylo with him. So there's that. <laughs> Fair. Um, it was super lame. Really ain't. No, I'm not that angry. But Yeah. I, it, I, well, I mean, I've soloed Sith Eternal with him, but not many people play Sith Eternal on defense. Though we are seeing, we're seeing Sith Eternal more often now. We are. Well, because... Now it's kind of shaken free that you can kind of you you can run a Darth Revan team without Malak, and it's still like the less emphasis is being placed on Darth Revan in some instances. Some instances people have yeah. gone like total craziness and put all the relics on that team and all the mods and everything, right. and it, it, it becomes a totally ridiculous team if you do that. But if you want to go, if you want to preserve your really fast mods, you're, there are other options for your Darth Revan team to and then and then you can you can have malak go and sit camp out with someone you can pull a Kleso and just put malak with someone <laughs> to annoy them well that's i mean that's basically what i've done um oh. malak didn't sit with darth revenant at all this past week he went with treya every single time oh i did um, that this one time this week too yeah yeah uh so Yeah, but like so, Lord Vader, I, I can't, I can't trust that they're gonna set C. Supreme Leader Kylo, if it's a well modded Supreme Leader Kylo, can give him trouble. Um, he can, he can beat Ray on auto, which uh, is a good thing, but he has to use a full team for it. Um, I just don't know. I don't know how to properly properly use him. Like, you could take him on offense and. He can solo Iden, like so. He, but is he that a win? Man, he ramps damage, but it certainly doesn't feel like it. It doesn't. 
but it's just, it's just like please someone die already oh you didn't get a cleanse okay good like now you have 16 <laughs> dots okay i guess you'll die of sadness finally yeah like thank god i killed someone but watching you try to solo that dash team with him was so sad like i it was just like they can't yeah like you just yeah. timed out they couldn't kill you and you just couldn't kill them because you don't ramp enough uh, yeah, it's I. Uh, like any other GL, even if they don't have some ability to ramp, which most of them do, are gonna they're gonna either just get killed or eventually just completely annihilate the team. They're not just gonna sit there and flail at them for five minutes. Right. So. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I. I still haven't decided what I'm going to do with Lord Vader. And up, up until the day that we have to place defenses again, I'm I'm probably going to say, I wonder what I'm going to do with Lord Vader. Um, yeah, uh, I, it's serious question, though. You're right. I like taking Maul off of the team and throwing him with Maul DeLoreans. Like he's he's a ton of fun without Lord Vader. But, well, that and that's that's my big problem because I like Baldalorians. I mean, they're a counter to Star Killer, um, mm-hmm. and they're just I, I've had them on defense, and they draw somebody big like Gas or you know somebody strong. Um, I don't know. I feel like yeah. Up until two Tuesdays from now, I'm going to say, what am I going to do with? Or fader. I, I honestly don't know. Oh yeah, um, I think I think on Tuesday I'll I'll ask what am I going to do with Lord Vader? I I just won't. I don't have a yeah. good answer for it. I think putting him, keeping him on defense and offense, like just making him unpredictable. He, he usually yeah. he's, you can you can kill stuff with him. You just have to put other characters with him, and it costs you banners. But so it's in fact it's more yeah. of a problem for you than it is for me because I'm like, hey, I killed something. <laughs> oh i was so pissed on my alt this week um uh this past round i actually so i didn't have time to change my defenses because my wife got in the way um and so i i knew that he was going to have a jedi master kenobi in the back there was nothing i could do about it and so i had to bring lord vader against jedi master kenobi and it was the padme build and I killed four of the bastards and left alone Jedi Master Kenobi, and I was so pissed. I was like, "God damn it!" I was so close to one shotting this. Uh, yeah, so close though. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I probably played a little slow, but oh god, I'm so angry at myself. Um, Something anyway. I've been thinking about lately is. Some counters are like almost not as available to me as a streamer because I have to click and it takes longer than just pushing a button on the phone. And (laughs) I mean, that's, it's my own choice. And I think if I really, really cared about this, I would just learn the hotkeys. I think the fatals does that to good effect, but yeah, I just, just something occurred to me. We can move on. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, um, <laughs> uh, so how we can 
move on. We're we're gonna save the podcast questions for the round table tonight or this week, the yep. Lord on Friday. On Since Friday. We, we said let's keep this short and we're already an hour and a half in. Um but so on Friday we'll do the podcast questions because it's gonna be more fun with more opinions. Um right. so just you know how'd you do how'd you how'd you finish your GAC season this week? Yeah. Let's, let's do a lightning round a little bit here as, yeah. as lightning as possible. Um, yeah. So I, I went into a very approachable week. Um, I was, I was at, I'd just gotten one and two the week before and I'd gone two and one the other two weeks. And so this one, I was like, man, look at this. Like I actually have better mods than a lot of these guys. Uh, not all of them, but there's only a couple people from caught in here. There's not even a mod in here. I'm guaranteed a match against someone who doesn't, who isn't from there or for, for, isn't from Ma or Cox. That, that's all I play. That, that's, it's just, that's the solid wave of who I play, the, those two guild alliances. And so yeah. uh, my first match, I played someone who wasn't and I, I beat him ex- like very soundly and it felt really good. I was like, man, average account. I feel like I've just, even though he's got more materially, you know, material advantage, I, I have the advantage in a lot of ways and destroyed him. Um, the next match was, I, I spent an hour trying to scout this person who had sold his account to a top player, one of the best out there uh, right now. And uh, they, it was their secret alt and so I, I played against someone with an offense that I wasn't, or with, they placed a defense that I wasn't even remotely prepared for. And I, I ended up playing more efficiently on the ground, but I couldn't clear ships, which was a really fun thing because immediately before or after, I forget, uh, they were like, hey, three ships, guys, three fleets, have fun. I'm like, I can't deal with two apparently, so crap. Uh, so I lost that one. And then the final one was against our friend Garrick and he uh, underestimated my dash team. Who's is like an effective 380 speed. And he took four to get through that failed on chips a few times and called it good. So ended up with two and one for the week. And that was, that was like the slowest lightning ever, but it was okay. I feel like <laughs> I, I find uh, it acceptable. How about you solo? <laughs> uh, uh, I saw Sorry, one, one last thing. I ended up with a seven and five record for the season, which yeah. I feel very proud of somehow. So, you know, there we go. That's where we're at now. But go ahead, Solo. <clears throat> yeah, I went one and two as well. So my pod was a very approachable pod. I had three difficult players in it. It was it was Ross, which Gambit knows well. It was Caps King who uh, is in Maw 2 and is a very good player. And then my guildmate, Moshi. Um, and so the other four were also good players. Like I'm not saying they're not good players, but when you look at their accounts compared to the other three accounts, you know. Um, so, of course, by rule of matchmaking, I got matched with Caps King first and... It was a good match, but he ended up winning. Um, then I won my second match. Then I went up against my guildmate, Moshi. Uh, and he, God, I was so pissed. I did so well on the Fennec counter. Then I did well on the Jedi Master Kenobi counter. And then for the first time in probably a year and a half, I lost to Darth uh, Darth Revan with my troopers. 
uh, he had <coughs> his Darth Revan was 358 speed. So if you slip any turn meter with your troopers, you just, you know, there it goes. And so I couldn't take down his Sith Marauder. His Marauder got a turn. And then his Darth Revan got a turn. And I took out everybody but Talon and Darth Revan. And that, I mean, that was the loss right there. And then went into fleets and the vultures didn't assist. Um, and so I lost a very easy negotiator counter, but it didn't matter. The The second I lost to Darth Revan, I lost the round. Um, so, you know, that was, that was how my week ended. Um, what about, what about your alt? How did, how did your, how did, Professor X go. <laughs> he did. He did okay. I, I don't remember if I got seven and five or eight and fourth by the end. But uh, yeah, this whole week was so silly. I, I had one guy with four GLs against me. The other two had five. I ended up going two and one. And the the final guy with the, that last match is so funny, man. He he placed four GLs on the bottom zone. I was like. <laughs> excuse me i i couldn't clear I, I couldn't i couldn't scout him so i had no idea that he was gonna that he was gonna do something like that so i didn't keep general grievous i didn't keep uh, like general skywalker uh, you know the generals were unavailable and so at the end of the day though i, I was able to use all my different counters to uh, like i beat him by like 50 he clear he full cleared me and i was feeling all grumpy placed general skywalker he placed all these things but then he didn't get a great score, but he did full clear me. So I went through and just one shot everything except for his Ray team. I needed three teams to get through. And at the end of the day, we were all just laughing because he had way, he had like <laughs> 8.1 million GP. He's got a million and a half more than me. We, you know, just kind of a built in loss, I felt like. And we managed to scrape by. So, uh, you know, Professor X is doing fine. He'll start his Kenobi farm very soon. So then he'll have two GLs and my ceiling will rise a little bit at least. So excellent. Yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, one GL is just very tricky when you're facing people four and five all the time. Uh, what about you, Solo? How did Liam do? Uh, he, well, so I lost because uh, I didn't get to change defenses on, on Sunday. Um, and then the other two we're just fine. I ended, I ended up um, getting the wins and being stuck right around the same area that I have been this entire time, right in that three to 4,000 range, which is honestly where this account probably belongs. I still have, I may have six GLs, but I still have so many G12. Um, I'm actually really excited now that i finished lord vader on this account i actually start to get making my wife okay god damn it i read aldo's comment uh making my roster wide again like i, I get to start applying g13 to many many tunes and not just chasing the gl so like barris is on the uh the lineup and then it's going to go Barris, Grief, because I need to get Grief speed up, and then B2 so people can stop mocking me for uh, B2 <laughs> being G12 on that account. Um, I don't pay enough but... attention to Liam, man. That, that's <laughs> That's been a goldmine forever, and I'm just now realizing it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, 
And it's just because I've been chasing GLs this entire damn time. So finally I get to chase non-GL type characters. Um, and I brought Aiden up to G11 because she's she's still only, well, she's about to turn four stars. Uh, her team, her team is not there, but Aiden at least is basically ready. Um, so I have to, then I have to put the gear on her team. It's going to be fun on that account. Uh, eventually, that account's going to start moving up, though, now that I can start building out the roster, which I am happy about. Are you just going to put every relic on ships, except for the little things you just said? <laughs> no joke. Probably should. Um it's an arms race. This but, is this is an intense arm, arms race. You're gonna have to. Yeah, though my fleets are my fleets. I've I've generally kept up. Like I have resistance, first order, rebels, negotiator, executor. Um, True. So and and empire. So for where I am, my fleets are fine. Are in good shape on that account, actually. Nice. If I ever climb up into the top 1,000, they're nowhere near near where they should be. So we'll see. We'll see. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So how would Prevail Man finish up? <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought we got a win because the guy doesn't have good mods at all. But he had <laughs> he ended up beating me by eight that a-hole so um my final match i think i don't remember what i did this week one and two two and one or probably two and one or one and two sorry yeah. so i don't know just just comfortably hanging out in erodium three i don't i don't want to move further and i don't know it's fun that account is fun sometimes people place gls and it, it's awesome because then i'm like i only have to kill five teams Win or lose, I only kill five teams here because you placed the GL, <laughs> and that means I can't kill it. I just have to kill everything else. Yeah. But it's been kind of fun using some weird things. You can use Pat Blue as a pre-taunt, cannot taunt me. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you make him fast enough, and then he, he goes first, then he taunts, it's, it's kind of a pre-taunt. Um, anyways, that's... Yeah, Prevail Man's having fun-ish. I, I can't... The thing is, now I can't advance. I can't get into Kyber, even if I decided it would be fun to just flail around in there. Not available. <laughs> I, I don't have... We're just finally about to unlock Finalizer at four stars, and then it's going to be years before I get hit, get it up to seven stars. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. Sure. God. Like, what... Somebody did the math. Isn't it, like, a year and a half or something no it's longer than that isn't it i forget um it takes a long time i think it's twice a month that those events show up so it, yeah uh, that's yeah, 20 so shards it's, a it's, month yeah it's a year and a half good lord <laughs> yeah good riddance it's ridiculous <laughs> at one time i forgot to do my mission like it, it had just oh, rolled God. over and i was like no you feel so, so bad doing that. <laughs> so upset, yeah. <laughs> so dumb, but yeah, that's that's how it feels. So, yeah, but we'll start unlocking those, and eventually, well, maybe we'll get the new, maybe we'll get a new rebel ship or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the new next new thing, and Prevail Man will not be ready. <laughs> 
Oh, womp womp. Womp womp. Bring it all back. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, this this week, what have you worked on and what are you working on headed into this off week to get ready for next season? Oh, I'm about to get ninth sister, big bones sister. <laughs> up to up to seven stars so i'll get i'll get her relic and i don't know oh maybe throw relic five on her so i can start using or maybe even i don't know it's like i, I can't afford more relics on characters that are <laughs> experimental because because all my fleet pilots need a, a new first order officer and hux need relic seven first so yeah uh, but maybe relic five because she she could go with a few different teams otherwise i'm just saving my stuff for now biding my time and probably just throwing relics on pilots and 6e mods on pilots and that's basically it the start and finish just pilots and the new inquisitors as they become available what about you uh so this past week i did uh r7 on chewy and first order officer then i did r8 on darth vader to make sure that his ship is faster than negotiators um Ninth sister is going to be, well, she's seven star now, so she'll get, I'll, I'll probably bring her to R5. I figure when they do the legendary, there's no way that they don't require her at at least R5. So I'll get her to R5. Um, then from there, it's just going to be popping on relics, like, Oh, you could use a relic, and you could use a relic, and you could use a relic, and because everybody can use a relic. I feel like I've been farming electriums and zinbiddles for weeks now, because um, you, you never have enough. I've gotten so many people up to R4 and R5, and then it's like, oh, I need 20 more electriums. Great. And another 10 zinbiddles. Fantastic. Uh, and ironically, the the I don't remember the name of it, but the piece that you use the hollow projectors for to get characters to from R4 to R5 uh, and, you know, higher, I'm yep. out of hollow projectors, just completely out of them, the Mark III oh. hollow projectors. Uh, so I need to farm those now because I've just applied so many relics recently. Yeah, that's fair. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, that it's it's expensive man i at one point i think i farmed the node to get like the nine whatever to get the to get hollow projectors and the the relic eight piece i uh, yeah i farmed that for like two or three months straight and i still have 1400 hollow projectors i think oh yeah i did not farm that node i was farming something else and <laughs> i do not have 1400 hollow projectors i can tell you that <laughs> Well, that's, that's salvage, so it's not nearly as much as it right. sounds like. But, but yeah, um, that that isn't that isn't on my radar yet of of an issue. But I'm sure it's like it's like the the salvage for the gold balls that no all the free to play players like used to say or, or like maybe not even free to play, just people who weren't end game. People were like, "You'll never run out of those. You can't." And I'm like, <laughs> oh, "Totally did, yeah. totally did." Yeah. Well, it's funny how. It's kind of cyclical because like I didn't need hollows for so long that I just ignored them and now I need them and I have 
like a bunch of something else. And so eventually you just run out of everything. So the CG has built a brilliant system. Eventually you just run out. Well, because they all need things from the previous. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Relic 9 makes me so sad. And the idea of Relic 10 makes my mind short out. Like, I can't even, oh, like, God. dwell on that thought. And it's not that far away. Like, I'm not saying it's happening next month, but I'm convinced it's happening this calendar year. It might, I, I guess it might be illuminating to look and see how many Relic 8s were on the, on the big accounts before they released Relic 9. Yeah, I so wish I there was that a way to... It, it would be. I wish I had that stat. Um, unfortunately, I do not. But it, it would be very telling. But I've seen people now with 10 or 11 R9s. Oh, yeah. They, there's... I think I faced someone who had like 14 or something crazy. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I'm like, I have I have four. So maybe I have five now. I think I have five. Fancy. So I think you have five. Yeah. I think we both have five. Damn. Fancy indeed. Anyways, should we call it good here, Solo? Uh, we probably should. We only cut this short about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, you're right, though. There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Who's who's out there? Oh, we should end the podcast first. I do this every every damn week. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, we have off this week. So Zareth may stream because he's a masochist and doesn't like to take time off. Uh, I... Mm-hmm. And taking off until Friday when we have the Gambit Roundtable, which will have the Gambit crew on it. And we'll be talking all things, all things uh, GAC related. Um, yeah. 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 Don't be dicks, so, guys. And remember that evil sucks. Yeah.